What's the deal, people? This is Dom. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Isaac. And this is Street Ball episode 16 already, man. We got a we got a few more episodes in this uh 2022 year, but I'm really excited for this one. Got a lot of good NBA topics today. Um, college basketball, uh, and a lot of good high school um uh, matchups this weekend at Hoop Hall West. But first and foremost, we gotta start off the show with the breaking news. Brittany Griner has finally been released from a Russian prison and she's on her way home. How does that make you feel, Isaac? I'm excited. It's about time, man. I was nervous for her. I thought she would be in there for life. That was that was that's good, man. That's good. Congrats to her. No question. There's a you know, it's been a long time coming. You know, us in the basketball community been championing this move, been hoping that she got back home to her family and loved ones. Um, so I'm really happy for her. Um, regardless of what may have had happened for her to get here, the most important thing, she's back with her loved ones. So I'm really happy for her. Shout out to BG, Phoenix Mercury, everybody involved. We, we, we're we here for you and we've been praying for you. So we're happy about that. All right. So let's move on to some more stuff from the NBA. All right. This past week, uh, I, I, was, I was scrolling through Instagram and, you know, we're, we got a really good tab on the Atlanta Hawks because our guy on Yeko Okongwu plays there. Realized that Trey Young was not in the lineup and he wasn't even at the game. Uh, Surface that him and Nate McMillan got an argument or disagreement about something with his rehab. And uh, basically Nate told him either you come off the bench or just don't show up. And Trey decided not to show up. Um, they uh, a, few, a few days later, uh, people, the media actually got to interview him. And uh, you could see that Trey wasn't happy about it coming out at all. Yeah, they went at him. The reporter, that one reporter, went hey, at his butt. He wouldn't, hey, he, he, he wouldn't let go. He, he was trying to blow his back out. Uh, <laughs> but we got a clip of the, we got a little clip of the interview. So let's roll it. I mean, we're all grown men here, and sometimes we don't always agree. And um, I mean, it's unfortunate that private, private situations and private conversations get out to the public, but I guess that's what uh, the world we live in now. But uh, I mean, I'm just I'll just focus on basketball and focus on helping my team win. And that's what I got to get to refocus it on. But what's public was that you not at the game. So why weren't you there? Man, it's not you. Uh, it's not you at me, bro. Uh, I'm serious. I mean, you're leader of this team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard for people who don't know the full situation to, to understand it. So, I mean, it's like I said, it's a private matter again, and it made public, which is unfortunate. Um, and if it was stayed private, it probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But uh, like I said, it's unfortunate. My, my job and my goal is to, to win a championship, and that's all I focus on. But you can see the perception, though, Trey. You are a leader of this team, and when you're not there to yeah, support your you, guys. When you're, when you're an outside guy like you are, and you don't understand in a private matter, in a private situation, uh, you should probably stay on the outside. And like I said, it's unfortunate that everybody has to understand and, and know a little bit of the details that went on inside. But, um, I mean, inside here, we're all good. and. Uh, I mean, if you got any more questions about that, then you can you can talk to somebody else about it. That's all I got to say about it. Again, I respect what you're saying about the, the, the private of, of, of the locker room, the private of the practice core. We're not here. I guess it's just a public thing of you not going to support your teammates when you're healthy about not going on the bench. So where's the disconnect there? If I was healthy, I would have been playing. But, I mean, John was in a boot, and he was still at the game. Yeah, but you don't know the full story. Again. You wanna... Again. No, I don't want to. So that's just there's more to it if you being healthy and just I mean a private matter needs to stay private. Hey man, these reporters 
He needs a raise because he was <laughs> he had no remorse. He was going crazy. He, yeah, he went at Trey Young right there. And he got him in an impossible position because with all these cameras around, I know Trey wanted to piece him up right quick. Like, hey man, get out my face with that mic. But you know, being who he is, you can't say nothing. Like, like we was talking about Giannis pushing the ladder off the court a few weeks ago. Like now, he look, now Giannis looked like a WWE killer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like yes, man you're in an impossible position but at the end of the day it feels like to me like trey didn't want to address this because it was possibly a disciplinary action because he was doing something that he wasn't supposed to that's just my opinion maybe he was late to something or um he he did something against uh, uh nate mcmillan's orders and he just doesn't want to take responsibility for that but i mean i could be wrong because it is a private matter we only heard a little bit of it right I mean, hey, he's a franchise player. I mean, reported somewhat saying the truth. He is a leader of that team. So, I mean, hey, we don't really know what happened either. So, I mean, it's a private matter. So, do you think that this is because, you know, we've been watching the Hawks closely? They've, they've been losing a lot of games lately, uh, in spite of having DeJounte Murray, AJ Griffin, rookie, just rising and, and, and exceeding expectations. Do you think this might be the center of why? They're not winning games like they should be with the talent that they have. No, I think I think Nate McMillan is just competitive as ever. I think he just wants to win, bro. He's, he's probably frustrated. You know, who, who knows what happened, but he probably don't play that. I don't care if you're a franchise player. I'm going to let you know that you're on bullshit. Like, we don't yeah. know, man. But at Nate McMillan, I, I've seen him at, at Summer League. He, he's older dude. He, he seems like he don't play none of that. He don't well, play games. He's locked in. He's always locked in. I mean, what happened? The coach, they released the coach, and then he came in, and they yeah, made he, it. He was, the he was the assistant He was the assistant coach, and he used to be the head coach in Indiana. They fired him the year before, even though he was pretty successful. And then the coach that they let go, he became the interim and did so well in that 2020, 2021 season, they kept him on. So he's been the coach ever since. Um, so um, he's, all, he's a proven NBA head coach. Don't know what happened, but – Listen, man, uh, being me and who, you know, I, I I love O, I hope whatever's going on in there, they turn it around. For sure. <clears throat> All right, moving forward. Next one. Draymond had to be out of his mind when he said this, but I kind of I kind of see his point. <laughs> uh, Draymond, I don't know what show this was, but he was talking to some of his ex uh, and current uh, Warriors teammates, and essentially he said LeBron is greater than MJ. Roll the clip, please. I saw him in 03. By 2005, Brown was the best player in the NBA. In 2020, he was still the best player in the NBA. He was the best player in the NBA no matter what the game did. The game went from two slugs, like slow big man, to like a stretch four big man, to like back to two big man, to like me, no you, big me man. You out there playing the phone of And he's been the best no matter what. When you look at the teams, that Braun has carried to championship or carried to the finals. MJ didn't beat the greatest team ever assembled, nor did he run up against the greatest team ever assembled every year. You look at the skill set that Braun has, there's nobody that has ever played the game of basketball that can do what LeBron James does on basketball court. Nobody. We all want to be like Mike, but what LeBron has been able to do and how he can control the game and like to, to do it this long, like MJ retired, like this just grueling. 
Like, yeah. Going to the finals year after year after year. Brian went eight or nine straight. Nine years. straight. Like, MJ took a break and right in the heat of that shit. Brian ain't taking no break. You know what he did? Went again and again and again and again. With different guys every time. And again. So, for me, that's why it's Brian over MJ for me. And on top of that, the talent nowadays is way better. And I'm sure one of the old fucks gonna say, you out of your mind, and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. The talent is way better. Just like the talent at Apple is yeah. way better than the talent that was working at Apple Everything in 1991. Better. Food right. better, you know, training's better, it's, medicine's better. Everything. It's just it's it's way the nature better. of things. You know, shit progresses and we get better product of what we put out there. And so sure. the game is way better, way different now. And it's crazy, Bron's still up there, man. So he's still doing it. Still going. One and two, three, you know. You're best 20. in the league. It's crazy. It's your 20. 20 is crazy. Playing at a still, high level. He's still at the top of the discussion in year 20. All right, man. Wow. Pretty so, valid points. Valid points. But man, Michael Jordan, bro, you can't just you can't just come out and just say that. Man, Michael Jordan was really, really good. I think you put Michael Jordan in this game today, he's doing he's going just as crazy. He was that talented. Look, man, Michael Jordan had to fail against Larry Bird's Celtics. He had to fail against the Bad Boy Pistons. He beat the Showtime Lakers. Um the to go against Raymond, he said he took a break in the heat. MJ had two separate three-peats, took two years off, won three in a row, took two years off because Pops passed away, came back, won three in a row again. Never that's, lost in the NBA Finals. That's Never stupid. Never lost. Never lost. And that's played against stupid. played against some really good uh, West Western Conference teams, you know. Uh, also, Shaq and Penny in the uh, Eastern Conference playoffs with Horace Grant on that team. Beat those guys to go to the NBA Finals. Uh, Clyde Drexler, uh, Malone, and uh, Stockton, like you name it. Like he played against the best of his time. I can't agree with that the talent's better nowadays, but like some of the val- some of the points that he brought up just don't make any sense to me because you could say one or the other. Like MJ's undefeated and he took a break and still came back. You name it. I, I just don't think you you just can't say that LeBron is head head over heels better than MJ was. But would you agree, Dama? Would you agree that today's NBA game is better than when Michael Oh, Jordan? absolutely. It's more talented, but it's also more wide open. The, the way the rules are set up now, like you can't hand check. You can't do all these things that, that they did back in the day. The hey, the OG. Like, bro, MJ averaged 30 points a game most seasons um, with the points per game average being probably 30 points less. Uh, league-wide, you know what I mean? But most games, guys weren't scoring 100 points, and he's still doing that with not not making any not making many threes. Like yeah, I just don't, I don't agree with it. I, I don't yeah. agree with it. It's it's not that clear cut, Draymond. I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would agree. It's not clear cut, but I mean, back in the days, the old heads, man, they're yeah. throwing, they're not letting you go give buckets like that. You will catch an elbow to the chin before you give me buckets. I feel like. Nowadays, it's more entertainment than it is, you know, than it was back then. Exactly. And I'm biased as hell, so I'm not going to say either one of them is a GOAT. Kobe's a GOAT. So <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all stick to that, all right? You know, They're all amazing. Hey, all three of the players are amazing. 
You can say but, I'm out of my damn mind, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm going Kobe to the grave. It's plain and simple, all right? So, but, I mean, at the end of the day, Draymond did say some things that made sense. Uh, LeBron, LeBron is most likely going to become the most – the highest leading scorer in NBA history this year, done amazing things in the NBA, four championships, um, 10 or 11 trips to the NBA finals, just amazing player, you know, but um, not better than MJ in my opinion. All right, so something more controversial, but kind of refreshing. Kyrie and Nike officially ended their agreement this week um, for him to be a Nike athlete. And what Kyrie did was, um, in response was pretty cool in my opinion. Um, he took the court and some Kyrie threes, and instead of having the Nike logos out, he actually covered the Nike logos with tape and wrote, uh, um, you'll see right here, logo here and on the other side, um, something like, uh, I'm free, thank you God, I am. Um, now- Is that, is that tape right there? That, hey, that's some good tape, the way they yeah, taped it up, painted nah. Whoever did that, they cut it out with a with a uh, with a box cutter. All that did it perfectly, so it fit in the seam. All that because it's perfectly cut right on the thing. Yeah, logo here. That's funny. I, that sends. A, I think that's a big message, bro. That sends a. That's a, that's a message, bro. You know what, man? Like Kyrie, you know, I I really think that at the end of the day, he did stuff. He said some very controversial things. I think, I think the timing was unfortunate. Um, coupled with the fact that he said controversial things in the past, you know, the whole vaccination thing, the world is flat, um, you name it. He's been in some controversial things before, but I really think Kanye doing what he did at the time and then Kyrie saying these things about um, about Jewish people right after it, I believe it made it a lot bigger than it probably would have been if he just said it on a, on a different day. Um, not saying that he was right, because I I didn't condone anything he said about the movie that he was uh that he was talking about. But you know what? Like the way the Nike responded, I think it was a, a like just kind of like a a follow up to what Adidas did with Kanye. Um, so with that being said, man, like you know, Kyrie's came back on his comments and he's trying to move forward, and I think this is a good step in the right direction for him to start remarketing himself, in my opinion. No, for sure. You think another brand will pick him up? I think so, man. Not now, but in due time. Later down the line, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you see Kyrie out there balling last night in those in those same uh, in those same shoes. He dropped thirty three points, and the Nets are rolling right now. They're they're three games over five hundred. Uh, they've won. Shoot, they haven't lost many games in their last ten. They're missing Ben Simmons as well, who was on a roll before he got injured. Um, and they're and they're they're figuring it out. Seems like the 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 whole uh, pressure of the whole situation is off. They're moving on from it. Um, but I really think that Kyrie in time, maybe not this year, uh, but if he restores his um, if he restores his his image and the Nets make a big playoff run, maybe even win the finals, I think that it would become a a a, a player that a shoe company will partner with again. Uh, with that being said, man, hey, who do you think is going to take the leap and sign Kyrie to his next shoe deal? I'm curious. I wonder if Nike would take him back, but probably not. Puma. Puma just be. Somebody said he's going to sign with Skechers. 
Oh my gosh, that's funny. Ooh, out, man. If I see if I see somebody lace up in some sketches, boy, that's crazy. But what what do you think that message means though? Like, what do you want to sign? It looks like he may not want to sign a contract with another shoe deal. It looks like what he was saying with that shoe message was something like, man. I don't think so. I just think it's a uh, you turned your back on me, Nike. Um, so I'm free from you guys. I'm glad that my shackles are free and I can go do something with someone else. That's why it says logo here. Like, hey, you want to put your logo here? It's kind of an advertisement. Like, I'm a shoe free agent now. Call, call everybody. Come show me what you got for me. I w- I want to see who who wants to uh, collaborate with me. It might not be anyone right now, but I feel like down the line. Within the next six months to a year, a shoe company is going to emerge and take Kyrie on as a as a uh, brand ambassador. That's my opinion. Yeah, I feel that. I don't know. I think it's the other way around. I think I think he's basically saying I'm free. I'm not under anybody. Like I don't need to be under anybody. I'm me. I don't have to wear no logo on my shoe. Like, hey, watch. He's gonna be in some BBBs, bro. Oh! <laughs> BBBs. Triple B shit. Hey, that'd be dope. You go triple B. That will be dope. That will be dope. Kyrie's shoe is great. Kyrie has a great shoe. I mean, I'm not a Nike guy at all. You see it, but shoe. He has a good shoe, man. But but we 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 work in the gym all the time. That's like probably the most universally worn shoe that we see, like at least in our gym, because it's nice. It's mid. It's it's light. It's comfortable, and like bigs and guards can wear them. Like it's not. It's not a low top shoe where it's not enough support for the bigs, vice versa, or too clunky for the guards. It's perfect. So, like, it's it's kind of a sad day that these shoes are going away for the basketball community because everybody in their mama I know that wears Nikes has a pair of Kyrie's. No so, doubt. But hey man, good luck to Kyrie. I'm glad that he's finally starting to play good on the court and the nets are turning around. Now to segue from a shoe conversation, me and Isaac have a new segment we want to introduce to you guys, NBA Elite Feet. We're going to talk about five shoes we've seen this week worn by NBA players on the court. First and foremost, we actually don't have a picture of Devin Booker wearing these nice Stussy Penny 2s warming up before the game. But we just want, we wanted to feature them right here, all black, very simple, with the white Stussy sign on the back. What do you think about these shoes, these? Um, I'm not a crazy fan of them, but I, I like them. They're cool. They're throwback, but I like the Stussy collab too. That's different. You know, that's a, that's different for sure. But I think it's whatever. I wouldn't rock them, honestly, but it's different. I definitely seen better versions of the shoe, like the Galaxy Pennies and, you know, the, the metallic blue colorways. I've never seen it with that type of material though. That's different. For sure different but i think like some people just try to be so simple and different it's just like it, it's not very um it's, it's not very uh what's the word i'm looking for it doesn't it doesn't wow me you know it's just like okay like i'm not i'm not buying i wouldn't wear these or i wouldn't i wouldn't pay money for them you know what i mean yeah. like because i can get any black shoes that that kind of look like that that are way cheaper i imagine all right next i'm wearing, I'm wearing the Kyrie's over those <laughs> For sure, a thousand percent. Next, okay. LeBron returns to Cleveland, and he wears LeBron Twenty Phase Clans, the colorway. For guys who don't know, uh, Bronny is a part of the Phase Clan crew. He's a very big gamer, and these are probably oh, it's a Bronny and his crew, especially to returning to Cleveland. What do you think about this right here? Hey, I'm not a Nike guy at all. 
But I like how the two swoosh, it's a baby swoosh logo, and you got the big swoosh with the uh, whatever type of material. It looks like some shiny material. I, hey, those are dope. I'll yeah, rock with them. Those are hard. I think those are the secondary, like, LeBrons. Like, you know how the LeBron soldiers and stuff like that? Because the main LeBrons have both swooshes being just as big as each other. They're just kind of offset. But I really like this colorway. It Like, you know, opposite of the face clan, I mean, of the Stussy joints, these really pop. They're not too bright, but you have enough pop of color and and dazzle for me. I like it. I like it a lot. For sure. Next, we got we got some Adidas, man. Spotted um Dame was warming up in these Dame Eight Sugars, um, which is an ode to his mother. I guess is a colorway for his mother. Uh, lots of different colors in this. Bright colors. Looks like a um, an Easter palette. Uh, but you know what? What what do you think about these? These I think it got a little bit too much color, but I mean, they're nice. They're dope. I mean, throughout college, I always wore Dame Lillard's. I think Dame has the most comfortable shoe, like Adidas shoe, at least. Those are, I love Dame Lillard's shoe. I would say Dame's are like what um, Kyrie's are to Nike people. That's what Dame's are to Adidas people, because it's like a really good shoe that anybody could wear. Um, you know, they're, they're light, they're comfortable. They got good support for bigs. They're not too clunky for guards. I feel like this is a really good shoe for anybody to wear that's that 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 is an Adidas athlete or where it plays at Adidas school. I see so many people wearing these shoes. But yeah, like I think there's too much color going on. Like not not enough offset from uh from light to dark. There's a lot of light colors and not a, a lot of offset to break up the color. Uh but I imagine like he made these for his mom. Maybe his mom like helped him design them and all that stuff. Maybe it was just her design, she wanted it to look that way. Right. But regardless, I'd rock them just because they're really comfortable. Um, oh, no, I'd still, I'd still rock those for sure. And also because most people probably can't have those. They're exclusive. So i definitely rock those. Um, next, these shoes were a statement by Trey Young. He was rocking his new Trey Young silhouette in New York, King of Broadway colorway, New York Knicks colors while playing at the Knicks. Now, for you, Isaac, I don't know if you know about Trey Young and his history with the Knicks, but the Knicks fans hate Trey Young. So no, I remember they were they were chanting his name. I remember that they were chanting his whole name through that arena. What were they saying? Si remember Side Talk? Side Talk? Yeah, the, the funny video you sent me. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, bro. But I think this is a statement because he he thinks he owns the New York fans and New York New York City as a whole. So to wear these in New York City, I think it's the most disrespectful and crazy thing you could do, and I love it. I like it. Rock mm -hmm. the king. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. They're on his head. I know they're going crazy. I wish I was at that game. I, I would want to hear what they're saying. Those fans are probably going nuts. And I would rock those too. They look like they're comfortable and they're sleek. Uh, lastly, um, Paul George, who has his own Nike signature shoe, uh, put out a little surprise when he played against Charlotte. He uh, he pulled out the Kobe before draft days, you know, which are the Charlotte Hornets. Ooh, for obvious reasons, he was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets before he was ultimately traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. The rest is history. But these are probably some of my favorite Kobe's I've ever seen in my life. Iconic, bro. I, I like these shoes a lot. I love these shoes, honestly. All right. Which one is your favorite out of the five we looked at? Mm. These Kobe's is close, man. But I would have to say the Trey Young's. King of Broadway, that's fire. 
I'm going Trey Young. What about you? Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, I got. I mean, these are I would rock first. These pick them, Dabo. Go ahead, pick the Kobe's. The draft. Yeah, because day. also it's cool that a dude with with his own signature shoe would do that. You know what I mean? Not wear his shoes. The only other time I've seen this is LeBron when Kobe passed away. He wore some Kobe's. Besides that, everybody that has their own signature shoe wears their own shoes. So this just shows you the impact that Kobe has had on so many people's careers. But sure, I like that segment. Be on the lookout for that in the future, all right? So, you know, we're going to go quick here, all right? We're going to talk about a little college basketball. I've been noticing that every time I look on my scores, there's some team who's supposed to be way better than another team losing, taking the L. You, uh, you got North Carolina was number one, lost four in a row, three of them to non-ranked opponents. Uh, Colorado losing to Grambling State at home, then turned around and beating Tennessee on the road by double digits. And then I got to talk about my UCI program, beat or a ranked Oregon team on the road and came within seconds of being a ranked team SDSU at SDSU. Um, so why do you think there's so much parity in college basketball at the moment? Um. Honestly, I feel like it has to do with the pandemic. Well, a lot of these teams have older players. So you got six-year guys still in, still in your program that's old dudes, 23, 24, still playing ball in college, yeah. grown men. And I think that has I think that has a lot to do with it, man. And also, I mean, it's a lot of good players out here. Like anybody could anybody could you could lose to anybody. You got to come locked in. You can't come in thinking you're going to beat a team just because you you got to your uh, school is a bigger school. Like man, nah. Hey, you you hit it right on the head. I think uh, to go further with that, the transfer portal, being able to just jump in and transfer wherever you want and not sit out has a bad effect at the beginning of the season, bro. Yeah, I forgot. It used to be one year you sit out. Now it's just you're straight to it. You're in the and be, and because of that, you see more of guys taking the transition of being from a lower level college college right. to going high major more than you ever seen before. So I'm, I forgot. I, I literally forgot that you used to have to sit out for a year. Yeah. Now you're just straight. You're straight to. But it's only one transfer. The second transfer you got to sit out, right? Right. But it's just like it's a new thing. So everybody's doing it. So like you got you got high major colleges who are replenishing with guys that came in from other schools. And you've never seen that before because the threat That's of having to sit out a year, dudes rather wait and wait their turn and register at the place that they can if they have a chance of playing somewhere. But when you have like like this free agent movement of college basketball players, it becomes a way different thing. Man, imagine Gabe York had this back in his days. Oh man, he would have been at a, he would have been a Marquette giving buckets. He'd be in the league right now, but that, that's another story. NBA. All right, man. Uh, you know we're 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 crunching on time right now. Uh, speaking on that, uh, biggest disappointment in college basketball so far for me, um, Cal Golden Bears. Haven't won a game yet. Lost to a lot of lower level teams. Like you got to get a dub. You're a Pac-12 team. Lost the majority of those games at home. Cal, we got to get it together, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and then I mean for me, I wouldn't say the biggest disappointment, but for me, they're the biggest disappointment because, you know, UCLA, they lost to Baylor. They went, they went to Vegas, lost both games. Like, come on, man. I need some dubs out here, man. I'm going to UCLA. I need, I need you guys to step it up. I don't care how good that team is. I don't care if that team top five, top 10. We need these dubs, bro. You guys got returners back, Tiger, 
You got Hyman. Like, we got the perfect pieces. Lock in. It's time to turn up. Yeah, you know, I would say USC is more of a disappointment, but I agree with you. Um, got to get better, but uh, it is what USC it is. Out the gates. USC out the gates took that out. We got to rep- we got to represent for the West Coast. All right, moving on. We got we got some big high school matchups in the state of Arizona this weekend. Hoopal West, which actually started yesterday, string of games from Wednesday all the way to Saturday, um, and I'm really excited about these Saturday matchups in the second session. Corona Centennial versus Bishop Gorman. Uh, Perry, we got our guy Koa Pete um, playing against San Isidro, uh, Mikey, and JJ Taylor. And then we got we got a, a prep matchup, AZ Compass Prep versus IMG Academy from Florida. You see my guy Koa on the screen right now. Got a got I, I, I counted. There's about ten top twenty five players playing in this event throughout. Which one is your favorite matchup of the whole weekend? Um, man, I'm going with that Perry Perry San Ysidro, bro. Because uh, San Ysidro has a good team. They got some pieces. Yeah. And I want to see I want to see Koa, what he does against those dudes. Because I, I I ain't really seen Koa too much. I mean, I know he's in that Arizona league. I want to see him against Mikey and those hitters he got over there with them. No, nah, no question, man. Uh, Perry Perry carries an undefeated record into this game. They got they got uh, my man uh, Co- Koa. And they also got Cody Williams, who's committed to Colorado. Yeah. One of those late bloomers, just like his brother, who went to Santa Clara and now plays in the NBA for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, this one-two punch is scary. I saw it last year. They played against Sierra Canyon at the same event a year ago. Uh, I think this is going to be a little different result. Um, that I don't. I think that I think that uh, San Isidro might pull this one out, but I, I think I don't think it's going to be that clear. I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I think it's going to be actually a good game. I like the matchups, honestly. Mm-hmm. And because also there's no shot clock in the state of Arizona, which will make I hate that. Yo, can we change, how can we change that? Can we sign a petition or something? Because that's trash. We sign a petition every year. And it's like people talk about how they don't have the funds to put a shot clock at every high school, this, that, and the other. Like, I think only like 13 states in the entire state of the entire country have universal shot clock. So uh, there's still something we need to work on as a country, but um, – I'm really excited about this game. Um, I won't be able to make it out there, obviously, but I'm going to definitely watch it on TV and see what's going on. I'm really excited about um, this AZ Compass and IMG, too. Like, this joint's going to be crazy. It's a it's a prep school matchup. You got some, some high-ranked players on that team. You got Mookie, Mookie mm-hmm. Cook. Mm-hmm. Top-ranked players, bro. No, Mookie Cook is uh, – he's a guy that committed to Oregon like twice, decommitted, went back. Top 15 in the country right here. Um, he's he's gonna be he's he's gonna be a stud at Oregon next year. They really need him to come in. Oh, yeah. right hey, they need him. <laughs> they need him now. They need yes. him bad, bro. Yeah. They need him bad. Like Oregon's struggling, and we're talking about that in the college realm that we talked about today. They have a they have a ton of transfers that they brought in that are supposed to be game changers, but they just don't know how to play with each other yet. You know what I mean? Um, I think him coming in next year is going to be a big get for them. Uh, but playing against IMG, who's historically always one of the top 10 teams in the country, um, they're ranked this year in the top 25. It's going to be a really exciting matchup, and I'm really excited to see it. Um, it's going to be – I think it's going to be like um, – I, I know we went to Hoopal West last year at uh, Footprint, 
Um, and they actually played Oak Hill Academy and they beat them pretty convincingly. I think Compass is going to come in and do the same thing this time. Yeah, I agree. AZ Compass is, they got a killer program. They're not coming to play, they're coming to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Um, and then, you know, the, the, I just I just want to shout out this event. This is usually a high quality, high, high, very well um, ran event um, by the people from Hoopal. Um, last year they had a portion of it at Footprint Center where the Phoenix Suns play. It's not going to happen this year, but still a great event for people to go out to and see some of the rising stars in our country in high school basketball, future pros that are going to be in the NBA. So if you have a chance, go ahead and stop by. You see this video of Dusty Stromer. They got Caleb Newton and um, uh, Mercy Miller. Uh, Caleb Newton's going to attend Duke with Jerry McCain next year. Uh, Dusty's actually headed to Gonzaga. Uh, he's one of the guys that I talked about at Top 50, um, which there's plenty of those guys in this event. So if you're in the if you're if you're in the Phoenix area and you you want to catch out some um, some high quality high school basketball in the next few days. Go ahead. You, 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 this is a must event that you got to see because you're going to see all the best players on the West Coast and some from around the country as well. So make sure you get out there and watch this. Hi. Right. Now, before we move on, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel and turn on your notifications, ring that bell, tune into the show. I know you guys are loving it. Um, so, you know, we don't we 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 don't have a ton to um report to for the uh streetball world this week but we're going to continue to remind you guys about this hype king of the court matchup we're about to have on december 21st on the caffeine app a kill car julian newman and trevor dunbar face off for for the grand prize of 2500 i'm really excited about this matchup bro um who do you think is going to take home the cake man Bro, I am so hyped for this matchup. Like this matchup is is nuts. I love it. Like a kill car, a kill car is gonna take it. I'm letting you know right now. That's what I think it's gonna take it. Kill car. Crime but family. I they're they're all fast, quick guards. Like I wanna see this. I wanna see this right here. This is gonna be a, a war. This is a perfect matchup. This this one's a one. I think this one's gonna be wow. Hey, no question, man. Um you uh you know what? I, you know, these guys are all around my age. I mean, Julian Newman's a little younger than me, uh, a lot younger than me. I was watching this stuff when I was in college, but seeing these guys and seeing what they can do, also seeing Trevor and Julian already match up on a previous King of the Court. Um, I'm really excited to see this matchup. It's a, um, it's a matchup between three undersized guards who just super shifty who generally need more than three dribbles to get off what they need to get off. So I'm really curious to see who can maximize the three dribble limit and get the shots they need to get to win this game. Because I think all three of them have their challenges defensively, but I, I believe in this case, there's not a lot of that because they're all around the same size. Maybe Julian Newman's a little bit more frail than the other two, but mm -hmm. This is this is even this is even a matchup you're gonna get in King of the Court. At least is what we've seen so far. Uh, so I'm really curious to see what their um, what their strategies are on the offensive end, and also on the defensive end. But I think, man, if I if if I'm a betting man, third time's a charm. I think Trevor Dunbar with his with his size and and uh, his strength, 
I think he could be the one if he has the right strategy to take this one home. No, he has to come with some good strategy, man, because that man to kill car does not play. He's not something to play with. The crime stopper. Nah, Trevor, I would agree. I think I think Trev has a chance to get it. I don't think Julian has a shot, man. I love Ju Julian, and I respect his game after. But he had to prove me wrong, though, because at first I, I was not a believer. He did his thing. On the in the ones, I think Trev has has the only chance though, because Julian, nah, I think there's too much heat for Julian. But we'll see what he does. He can shut me up. He can shut me up. I gotta it see it. It sucks being a little guy, right? The runt, like you gotta prove yourself a thousand times. Last time we were like, bro, there's no is he's, even a score. He the same height as Akil and Trev, damn near. Yeah, but he's the runt, bro. You know what I mean? Like he's like this, like they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's he's like. Like, and I, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody because, like, he he proved himself last time, too. But, like, he's just so frail, bro. He's little. It's not, like, he really has to be, he has to, like, he almost has to, like, um, depend on them being off on their offensive game for him to have a chance. Because if they really use their body and take him to the cup, it's not much that he could do. But he he, he survived last time, you know? Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see what he got. There's another, yeah. there's another opportunity for him to really put his name on the map. Because if he gets this one, yeah. if he gets one of the, hey, this is good. This is a good one for him. This is a great one for him. Nah, no question. But uh, make sure you guys, you guys put your reminders on December 21st, 6 p.m. on the Caffeine app. King of the Court, Kill Carr, Julian Newman, Trevor Dunbar. I'm really excited for this matchup. Now, before we move on to my favorite segment of our old show, Streetwalk of the Week. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Live Podcast Network and turn on your notifications. Ring that bell, all right? Now, which one of us is going to go first, bro? Which You, you, you want to do the honors? You want to do the honors? honors. Uh, you went first last time. I'll go first this time. Do you think, baby? All right. Here, here's my uh, clip of the week right here. Uh, we got the referee all up in the way. And one. Hey, man, I don't know. If that was me, I would have I probably done the hezzy guy. I would have threw it off the ref's head. And Bro, shot can can the ref call a foul on himself? Right, he was all yeah. in his grill. Involving the ref right here. This is my shoe ball. Hey, Where did that be considered out of bounds though? Now that I think about it, because the ref is out of bounds. I don't know, man. But then again, it's, it's street ball. It is street yeah, ball. Bro. Yeah, it's street ball. But maybe in a real game, absolutely, that would be out of bounds. He'd call the technical. He'd call all that. Uh, but you know, it's a game of street ball. But anyways. I, I I don't know what you do in that situation when you're the referee, you're in the way, and the guy's trying to get a shot off. Luckily, luckily he he you know he he uh, got him out the way and he made the shot. But imagine being the referee. This again, when a shot, you're in his way, and since oh, you're yeah. technically a part of the a part of the court, you can't do anything about that. That that's really sad. But luckily, you made the shot, so it don't matter. Right. That's good. That's good. All right, now I got to big up my man Frank Nitty. West Coast versus Midwest Showdown. This this uh, video was posted on the Balls Life uh, Instagram earlier this week. And it's just about what I was talking about. Uh, just shows whole game. You see the handles finishing. Um, you got the vision right here. Just diamond his teammates off. Doing whatever it takes to win the game, which he did for $25,000. Does a little things. He gets the block and then gets the putback on the other end. Like this is the this is the nitty gritty a street ball that 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 we don't glorify all the time. I'm glad we did it. He can get Frank a bucket. Nitty -gritty. 
he, he can get a bucket at any moment right here. You see him getting to the basket at will. He's posting up, putting the guy in the post, going quick, not taking too long either. So so he can't double him. Athletic, look at look at him catching oh, the he's line, good. Bro. He does it all. He's a great player. He's a great player. Makes the right play, throws it over when they double team him for the dunk. Look, like defense. Jay Smooth, he's smothering Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth still, still has like a still had a good game, but like Nitty made sure he felt him the whole time. Yeah. Last but not least, shooting. Look at him. Showed the whole bag in a one minute video. Like Nitty is Nitty is like that guy. Like, he's I'm a perfect sorry. point guard for a team, bro. Perfect point guard for a team. Any team. Talk about street ball. Talk about G League. Talk about Drew League. Talk about anything. He, NBA. <laughs> You could throw him in the league. I I could see him doing. I could see him doing something in the league. Honestly, man, like I I really think I don't know for whatever reason, you know, the politics and things like that, and and so many things had to fall in your favor. But I really think he can play with anybody, any set of players, anywhere, anytime. He can hang and and play and show his value on any court. Maybe he can't score like he can against them, or maybe he can't guard ninety four feet the way that. He can against uh, reg- other players, but on the NBA floor with nine of the NBA players, he can find a way to show value. That's just my opinion. Um, I agree, man. I 100% agree. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, we're almost out of time, but uh, we're going to open up the floor for any questions that you guys may have. Any questions? Any questions? Yeah, they're being shy today, these. Saturday. Oh, hey man, that's that that's the no brainer, man. Like, look, man, it's it's not even anything to do with the other guys. I'm sure they're cool, but like, I'm a wet, I'm West Coast till I die, and I and I happen to have a relationship with most of the West Coast guys either before the street ball team was was made or after. You know, like, like that's like home to me. You know, like I I can't go against my West Coast squad. I love. I, I love the Midwest feel and the players there. East Coast squad's really grimy, but West Coast team easy. Not even a question. Yeah, I see. I see, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't want to be with the Savage squad. <laughs> I want to be over there talking shit. I want to be over there smelling breath. I want all that. Give me the ball. Give me the pill. West Coast is too loaded. You're not getting that rock. They're not swinging it to you. Them dudes is man. They Car- got hey, you and Carlos being on the same team. Trouble. I'm. I, I, <laughs> Somebody's man, give me the rock. I'm doing two power dribbles to the rim, three power dribbles to the rim. Ah, I'm going up. Lane that shotgun a uh, liquid death before the game. It's not really liquid death. It's something else. <laughs> right. It looks like beer, but it's it's water. I know. Uh, yeah, man. That that's funny. That you you fit right with the Savage Squad. Absolutely. Uh, any other questions? No? All right. Uh, yo, D's. Yeah. You got your Christmas shopping yet? And nah. There it goes. Funky Funk came through with the question, man. What do I want for Christmas? Hey, man. Just give me like 10 racks, dog. I just give me 10 racks. <laughs> hey, I just want 25 bands, bro. Just give me 25,000. I'll be cool. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, give me some money, man. You know, inflation. Send me some Venmo, Venmo, Cash App, Zelle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything, and I was yeah. 
like we like you know we we get we get shoes all the time like thank god like we get balls life gear and content magic gear we got we got we got clothes you know like just give me some money man inflation is crazy right now I'm trying to buy trying to buy me a crib I need some gas money, man. Some I need some gas, gas money too. Man. I just need to get down the street around the world. Yeah, uh, but I started doing my Christmas shopping last night. I bought I bought Drew something, you know. Uh I know you bought your little girlfriend something, yeah, don't lie. Sharing something. You saw hey, you saw me on the story yesterday the CLB and I, I sent ah, the he bought her flowers, he was certified yeah. lover. Hey, I, I, I gotta do it, man. I gotta do it. You gotta no bread on nobody, so I'm good doing it. <laughs> Hey, uh, whatever, hey, you whatever you end up buying, like uh make sure you buy something for Tope because uh he told me he got you something for Christmas. Oh, okay, I got you. He told me yeah. he got you. I mean, I got we, you we can join we can go in joint on that. We could do that. We gotta go buy him something for sure. We'll handle that. We could do that. All right, man. Well, that's all the time we have for today, guys. We appreciate you guys uh tuning in. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel and turn on your notification and ring that bell. My name is Dom. My name's Isaac. And this is Street Ball. We out.